welcome to your bossy podcast we are on season three episode three and for today's episode it is titled the perfect partner um it will be about how you know we have this expectation of having the perfect partner and what a perfect partner should be like and should do but in reality it's not like that at all and the reason why this episode exists is because um you know i i in my love life i struggled with finding the one for me and i thought that i had to keep searching or that i had options out there and i would often feel like if something went down with my partner then i would feel like i would i i would leave the relationship and i would just go find somebody else but the truth is is that even if you find somebody else somebody else will come with other things other flaws that you will not be fond of as well so I want to share about an incident that occurred with my partner and I to kind of open your eyes into that maybe you need work and maybe your partner needs work and then you two can come and realize why you guys did the things you guys did or if you should even do the things that society or your peers are putting on you. So before I get into that, I want to share a little bit about my partner and I. My partner and I have been dating for seven years now and going and throughout our relationship, I felt like it was a struggle. It was a struggle because of our differences. Initially, when we first started, it was like the puppy love we got to know each other we were sweet and kind to each other we did whatever each other wanted but then like you know once we got comfortable and we moved in and everything everything started to kind of fall out of place like um his type of person that he was started showing the type of person that i was started showing the trauma and experiences that we went through that shaped us to be who we are started showing so then we started clashing a lot and I'll share about him for the sake of his, his privacy. I'll just call him Sean because that's the name that he likes to use at Caribou. I've mentioned this to you guys before. But um, I'll introduce you a little bit about Sean and his background first. And then I'll introduce you about me and my background when it comes to our personality and our love languages. So for Sean, um, he grew up in an environment where it wasn't the healthiest. And there was a lot of trauma there that needed healing and that shaped him to be who he is today and he's very stubborn that is like the number one thing I would define him as is very stubborn there are times when he is egotistical there are times when he doesn't say or do the most healthiest things and um, it's not things like he'll physically abuse me or he'll call me like b-word or anything like that but it's more of like the way how he executes things sometimes um, I can see that there's a lot of anger and tension there and a lot of like hot-headedness there he's also very independent and very kind of give me my space type of person when it comes down to like arguments and stuff he needs space whereas I am the type of person where I'm clingy I need love and affection I like to talk things out right away I grew up in an environment where we spoke nicely to each other and it was very like healthy and so i didn't experience a lot of trauma in that area 
I was the type of person also to like follow the social standards of everybody's getting married. I want to get married. And he was the type of everybody's getting a house. I want to get a house. And he didn't value the marriage over the house. I didn't value his goal of having a house over marriage. And so we even clashed because of things like that. But I think that these are things that are very common in relationships that I think once I address how we overcame this and how all of this happened, maybe I'll open your eyes or maybe I'll help you help somebody in your life open their eyes to incidents like this. So with the expectation of marriage, I was the one who felt like I wanted to get married and you know, reflecting back, I didn't want to get married because I felt ready to get married. I wanted to get married because everybody was asking us constantly, are you guys going to get married? When is your wedding? And it happened every single event with every single uh, friend. And I don't blame people for asking this because it's, it's quite common. It's something that we just ask is just start a conversation or to make a, a side comment and not think too much about it but it can be very sensitive to people that are very insecure and I was very insecure about this back then because I felt like when people asked me this and then when my man denied it or when my man was like um I don't know whenever it happens or no not anytime soon then it would make me feel insecure like my my partner didn't value me my partner didn't want to marry me and that I was in the relationship for no reason. And um, all of these insecurities are insecurities that girls feel quite often. Because quite often it is a man approaching the woman to ask them to marry them. And so um, I felt all of these once before. And it took me a very long time to break out of the cycle of that. Just because somebody asked me doesn't mean that my relationship is not valuable because I'm not married. And so I started to get in the pattern of realizing that my relationship is exactly where it needs to be. And then I started to ask myself, do do I want to get married for me and for the relationship or are we ready to get married? And not because society or the expectations of people or the expectation of that we've been together for so long and we should get married now. So I had to break out of that habit and I want to tell you about an incident that had occurred and there is no regret at all with how the things turned out. My partner and I understand why things happened the way it did. This incident, I haven't really shared it with many people in my life because it's just not a topic that you just bring up to talk about. Just like my CSA incident, I don't go around saying, hey, I'm a CSA survivor. Do you want to know my story? And so it's not something that you talk about quite often, but it is an experience that I want to share with all of you bosses out there that are struggling with marriage and your relationship in this area. So my partner and I, um, this was maybe five years into our relationship. And at this time, I was already kind of working on myself physically, but not really um, mentally yet. I was in the process of working on myself mentally, I believe, but... I know for sure that I was physically working on myself already, but um, during this time, I know that I still struggled a lot to understand our relationship and to see who we were as individuals. There was a lot of pressure of getting married because we were already five years in and we didn't really have a next step to our relationship. And it was like, hey, let's just, how about we just get married? But 
um, his goal was, like I mentioned earlier, where he brought up that he wanted to get a house first before marriage. And I wanted him to marry me before getting a house. And so we clashed in that area. And um, he decided to obviously agree with me because if he gets a house first, I told him that I would leave him because I think that he would not marry me if he got a house first. And that was my mindset at the time. So when we went on this trip, he had prepared to propose to me. And we were in Cancun, Mexico. It was the last day on this trip. And the whole day, even the day before, I believe, we were bickering back and forth or there was tension there. And I wasn't feeling like this was it. I was feeling like this relationship was so sad and like I felt like he didn't love me he didn't cherish me he didn't value me and I was feeling very down the whole day and even after feeling down and really having like minimal talks and stuff there wasn't even a mood set to really have the proposal happen other than we walked to kind of this private area and then we set up a camera to take pictures and we decided to record because we didn't have anything to click for the pictures. So then during that process, he had gotten on one knee and he proposed to me and I was like questioning him like, are you serious? Like you're for real? And he was like, yes. And I was like, you're kidding me, right? And he was like, no, I'm serious. I was like, why would you propose now? He's like, because I want to. And I said, yes. And I took the ring, but I had looked at the ring and the gemstone was not in the shape that I had informed him that I preferred. And to me, I thought that that was a big deal. I thought that it was a big deal that he didn't get the perfect ring. And you're probably thinking like, oh my God, you're so ungrateful. At least he got you something. At least he proposed to you and everything. But hear me out okay I was upset at the fact that he didn't pay attention to the little details about me and he didn't care to really even have it down on what I liked because I literally sent him the photo the link and everything to that ring but he got it all wrong he said that he couldn't return it because he had bought it so long ago and he couldn't exchange it and it was something to add on to the things that I couldn't let go of I couldn't let go of how he set it the mood to propose to me. I couldn't let go with how I was upset the whole day and he didn't even cheer me up. He didn't even make me feel better. He didn't even set flowers or anything or do anything fancy really before he proposed to me. And then there was just the ring that he didn't have the right details of the ring. And then I was also off about that we had about four days or so on this trip and he chose the very last day to do it the way he did it because he had no choice. And a, a piece of me was feeling like that was why he did it at that time, even though he knew that I was upset at him and he knew that um, it wasn't even the right time. But because it was the last day, he pushed through and he did it anyways. And all of these things that I expressed to him, he acknowledged and he admitted that all of these things are valid. How the proposal and everything fell out, I felt like it defined our relationship. And it defined that we were not ready and that we did not know enough about each other. 
and that we did not care enough about each other to pay attention to the little details or to acknowledge or set the mood or really see what each other really likes. I was that person where I fantasized about that perfect ring, that perfect proposal, that perfect everything. And I wanted everything to be exactly perfect, like how I'd imagined or how I'd seen in movies and K-dramas and all of that stuff. And that's where I went wrong is because my partner found the courage and my partner wanted to marry me. That's why he even went through with it. And it wasn't enough for me. And then I started to realize that I needed a lot of work. I needed a lot of work on myself and I needed to work on myself in order for me to be the best version that I could be for the relationship. So since the engagement was off, I started to work on myself mentally because I was like, I can't be a person who has such high expectations for somebody where I get so picky where I'm like, the moon needs to be set. The ring needs to be perfect. We have to be wearing the perfect clothes. It has to be the perfect time and everything. I had a perfectionist issue and I wanted that fairy tale like proposal and everything. This incident also made me realize that I didn't know a single thing about love and that I really needed to love myself and work on myself in order to love him to the highest potential. I started asking myself the questions of why I wanted A, B, or C and why these things were in my head about marriage and why I, I didn't want him to get his house and everything. And I realized that it wasn't even because I was ready for marriage. It was because society had put that expectation on me and because of all the outside noise that I felt like I had to get married in order to see that our relationship was valuable. That's why when people ask me now, like, when are you guys going to get married? I oftentimes tell them that I think that we're just starting our relationship. We're really just starting to get to know each other and love each other because everything before this moment wasn't the best versions of us. And once I found forgiveness, once I realized that I needed work and I started working on myself, and once he started working on himself as well, we started to connect better and we started to understand each other better. And what people don't realize is that you don't get married just because you've been in a relationship for a long time. You can be in a relationship with somebody for 10 years and you won't even feel as close to them as you are with somebody that let's say you meet them for like a year or a few months and you connect so well with them that it feels like it's been years. It's all about the connection. And him and I did not have a connection before this incident occurred and before I became the better version of myself. All of this is why I also encourage that make sure you work on yourself and make sure you heal your traumas, your flaws, um, all your insecurities, your issues with like being a perfectionist and all that kind of stuff before you hop into a relationship. Because when you when you don't do that and you hop into a relationship, then you bring that into the relationship. And later on, seven years, five years from the start of your relationship, it will start to unravel. And it will really affect your relationship. Right now, him and I are in the works of, you know, understanding each other better, loving ourselves and valuing ourselves before we come into the relationship. Because if you don't do that, then you don't have the highest potential to offer the relationship. In the end, I'm so glad that things happened the way it did. And I know that my partner is too, because we are 
10 times better than the version that we were when all of this went down. Because we did not get engaged and we didn't get married and everything, it allowed us to work on ourselves. It allowed the, my Thailand trip to happen. It allowed me to find my purpose in life, to work on being independent and in solitude, to work on the self-love and the self-value and to really question why I do the things that I do or how come I have such high expectations for him and to really see if he is the one for me. And I can't tell you what he did on his part for the last, you know, two years or whatever since the incident occurred. But I know that he's working on himself, too, so that we can both come together and be as one. I wish that, you know, some of the relationships that I see from my peers where I see that it's very unhealthy because definitely that that pressure, that noise caused them to rush into marriage, to rush into kids, to rush into that lifestyle when they never even found self-love, self-value. They never healed themselves in many areas. And all of that is affecting their relationship. And then I've even seen where, you know, it doesn't work out because they never took the time to work on themselves. And then there's divorce and then, you know, everything just kind of goes downhill from there. And I mean, it's not my place to criticize them or to say that this is how it always is if you don't work on yourself first. But I strongly believe that you can better the relationship and better your marriage and everything if you work on yourself first. If you don't have that opportunity to work on yourself before you get into marriage, kids and all of that, and even before you get into a relationship, I talked about this in my last episode where if you don't have that opportunity to work on yourself alone because you are already in a relationship, then still be in the relationship, but try to do things to work on yourself. And if you have and if you're married and you have kids and stuff, you can still work on yourself and better yourself for that relationship and for your kids. So it doesn't mean that you have to be solo or be alone or not have a boyfriend, a partner, a husband or anything like that in order to work on yourself. But I strongly believe that you need to work on yourself so that everything can come into place. Once I started working on myself and I started to see that a lot of who I was before all of this was not who I wanted to be and who I actually am. It was things that shaped me and forced me to be that person, but I actually don't like it. Once you start to dig into what you don't like and what you want, then you start to realize that a lot of the things that you oftentimes do is not things that you enjoy doing. And I hope that you find the opportunity in your life to really dig into that. It doesn't have to be like a solo trip to Thailand for you to do all of that. But maybe sit down and work on it. Write a few things down. Work on a few things at a time and see where it takes you. And I hope that if you are in a relationship with somebody and it has been quite a while that you don't feel the pressure from people when people are constantly asking you or your partner, when are you guys going to get married and all of that stuff. I hope that you come to terms of that. That doesn't define the value of your relationship. For some reason, and I think many women out there, we oftentimes allow these noises to get into our head and push for that. And I feel like me and my partner were pushing for that so much that everything happened the way it did and in the end we were both unhappy about it my partner and i are definitely in a healthier space i feel like we've gotten to know each other and we've improved so much more into who we are and who we want to be as individuals and together as well 
And I think that that is very important and very healthy for a relationship to have. Even now, like I, I tell this to my best friend because that's just how strong I feel about my partner now is that even if I was upset, even if I was mad, even he, if he had the ring and everything wrong, right now at this moment of the version that I am, I would say yes. Because it's not even about any of the things that I used to think that it was about anymore. And I know that he is not perfect. And I know that I am not perfect. But I know that from here, we will continue to improve and work on ourselves so that we can better our relationship. And I wouldn't want the perfect ring, the perfect proposal, the perfect marriage, the perfect wedding or anything. Because I know that life is not about perfecting. Life is about compromising and about working on yourself and improving each and every day so you know I will never have the perfect partner and I don't think you will have the perfect partner ever either so don't go searching for that and don't lose what you have just because of that fantasy that the outside noise has put upon you and that brings us to the message of today's episode the message of today's episode is that every person will come with baggages it is about which baggages you are willing to accept and which ones you aren't choose your baggages wisely like I like for example I would not choose a baggage where somebody is abusive to me that is a baggage where I'm like nope I'm not taking that baggage so choose wisely and remember you can't have the perfect love story the perfect relationship but also don't settle for less as well okay I hope to see you guys in the next episode and remember stay being the bad boss that you are bye